Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 201. Yeah. And this <laughs> and this is chapter one in Zombie Month. So um, with the 200th episode being Night of Living Dead, the first, I guess, technical bite, scary, slow moving zombies, we went with another film, and I'm very curious how Micah felt about it. I don't know if you've seen it before, right? Okay. <laughs> so, the um, <coughs> the movie we watched, it was The Return of the Living Dead. Mm. So, was that part two, Otis? No. Yes. So, <laughs> in this world, the zombies are indestructible and smart and can run. Uh the creator, the story, was actually written by John Russo. He actually helped co-write The Night of the Living Dead with our boy, George Romero. And so they had ideas about a sequel, and Russo, his ideas went a certain way, and George Romero's ideas went a certain way, and they were like, you know what? You know what would work? Let's just make two movies. You can make your rules, and I'll make my rules. And then later on, people will just pick and choose the rules from both of the movies and make their stories. So in the John Russo world, zombies love brains. They need them because, and I thought it was actually really cool, they can feel death and it hurts and brains help take that pain away. That's why they're so desperate to get to people because they don't want to hurt. And I thought that was a really cool idea. And John Russo made his zombies indestructible. So it's a very depressing story. And all of his movies is very much a... (coughs) A battle of attrition is just a, we're going to die at some point. And it's just, we're just wasting time until they catch us. Uh, Yeah, it's very depressing, his movies. Um, But no, I I thought it was really cool that they split off. And the other person who helped write the story, his name is Russell Strainer. If you know that name, good for you. You're really cool. He was actually Barbara's brother in Night of the Living Dead. So the guy in the cemetery bonks his head and... Dies. They're gonna have dick. Yeah, so he helped write. They're this coming movie. for you, Barbara. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was no chill whatsoever. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, but no, uh, this movie, it's interesting. Um, I remember watching this in high school. I found it. And I remember Steve and I talking about it. And I'm like, that was really depressing. Because this is, they just kept eating people and people would come to help. And I'm like, okay, cool. They got people to help. They'll take them out. And they just swarmed them. And I was like, my God, there's more now. And I was like, how depressing is this? <laughs> uh, but it, it's interesting. Bring that, more brains. Yeah. Cops. Yeah. Bring more cops. Brains. Uh, Cop brains. For real. Brains. So starting in this film, uh, it's always really cool to see horror people before they start in the thing that you remember them from. So um, one of the head people in this movie, the owner of the warehouse where all the zombie stuff started, his name is Clue... Gulliger? I, I messed it up when we watched Feast. So he was the bartender in the Feast movie, the old guy that survives all the way to the end, and he's in Feast 1, 2, and 3, well, trying to fun. fight off uh, the one with the bar with the weird monsters, mm-hmm. and, and it's all the shitty people because the, the person supposed to live dies. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so he's the shitty <laughs> bartender trying to stay alive. Uh, so it's, it's a young him. And then my boy, Tom Matthews, 
he is one of the few people in the, the uh, I was about to call it the Freddy films. His name is Freddy in this movie, but the Friday 13th franchise. So there's not that many people that actually survive and continue in those stories. Uh, usually they die in the beginning of the next one. So like the, the chick from the first one, she has a bad dream about seeing Jason come out the water and kill her. And then she gets a house not far from the camp. And then Jason's <laughs> like, hey, how's it going? And kills her. I was like, why would you stay close? But <laughs> my boy, Tommy Jarvis. So in the Friday 13th video game, you can actually summon Tommy Jarvis to help you. And he is not afraid like everybody else. He runs toward Jason because he's <laughs> like, I'm going to kick your ass, asshole. Uh, he's the reason that Jason's a zombie. He actually helped him become a zombie. What the Frankenstein fuck? his dead body. So, uh, yeah, Tommy Jarvis in every story he pops up. And actually, people have made side stories, continuations to the Friday 13th story, and they actually ask him to come back, and he loves reprising his role. And in all the stories, Tommy Jarvis is like, Jason's going to come back at some point, and I have to stop him because I made him like this. So it's very much a cool Dr. Frankenstein situation. So... Well, he's in this, and he's young and full of the zombie stuff. So, uh, this movie's crazy. It's it's a mess. Uh, but Katie, what do you think about the Return of the Living Dead? It was a lot. <laughs> it, I think if I had watched this in 1985 when it had come out, though I wasn't born yet, um, I would have liked it more. But watching it now, it just felt very tropey, like. Everything they did in the movie felt very like, oh, we're trying to make this look like an 80s film. It was like, very catchy. It was. Yeah. and It was 80s as fuck. It was. In fact, during the opening credits, I looked at Emma and I went, god damn, this movie is 80s as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it, it was and not in, I don't know, I feel like... Now, nowadays, a lot of people who were actually alive and like teens and uh, even young adults in the 80s, they look back and what we now view as like the 80s and how people dress and whatever, like when we have 80s dress up days, everyone's like, nobody dressed up like that. Nobody did these things. Nobody did this. Nobody did that. And then I watch a movie like this and I'm like, "Mm, but you did. Because this movie was made in the middle of the 80s and everyone looked a fucking hot mess. I mean, you literally had little fucking Eddie Richard Murphy in this movie. Yeah, it was just a mess. Like, I don't know. It was good, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. for a zombie film, it was good. Like, the, the zombie aspect of it was really good, I think. Yeah. But it was just... I don't know. I felt like I was watching a mockumentary almost. Yeah. Of like an 80s zombie film in, rather than an actual 80s zombie film. It felt very kitschy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it's, weird. It's funny you bring up that it was super tropey because the tropes come from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you're seeing the, the beginnings of all the shit. We're like, oh, come on. This movie started it. So I thought that was really cool. Well, that I don't you said mean. That. I mean, I don't mean superhero funny. tropes necessarily. I mean, 80s tropes. Oh, yeah. Movies, like, nowadays when people make movies that are set in the 80s, um, mm. everything is very, like, neon and awkward. And I felt like this movie was trying to do that of the time they were already in. Yeah. 
It was very odd feeling. Not not necessarily they were creating horror tropes. Overly that they conceptualized were doing... where they were. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel that uh I feel that way a lot about most movies that involve eighties punks. Because I feel like there is this stereotypical look of eighties punks mm-hmm. that is just rampant in cinema. Yeah. But wasn't actually how anyone looked <laughs> right or like dressed it was like it's like what what like suburban moms thought punks looked like like how they felt punks looked like so that would get the biggest scare out of them yeah i'm like that's not how people actually were like at the very beginning of this movie these punks are like driving down the street and one of the girls is fucking naked just in the car yeah with her friends like no, <laughs> that's not There's, like there, that 80s, is a rare 80s person. Eighties or not, that that's fucking that was weird. Yep, fucking weird. <laughs> uh, Micah, it was like <clears throat> Newcomb High if it had money. <laughs> <laughs> this was Newcomb High with a budget. <laughs> yep, that's one of my. I have a similar seven words. Yeah. Um. I loved it. I love the. Um, I could, this is the first time I've seen it, and so this was the first time I've, I've seen. I saw a movie where it was literally they were about brains. You know, yeah, brains. Um, the the practical effects were wicked. Yeah, with the uh, the the corpse of the chick who's like explaining yeah. that everything oh. hurts. I can feel myself. Uh, her what spine say? Just I can feel in. myself rotting like yeah, <laughs> yeah and then her spine when her head moved her spine was moving oh, yeah. around it was oh it was wicked <laughs> uh, yeah no I I thought it was great it it, it is it, it, you know what there were scenes like at the very beginning when all the, the, the high school punks and everything were all hanging out and they were all popping off with like random just over the top slang like, and I, I looked at yeah. Emma and I was like, they probably had to shoot this scene so many times because yeah. I'm sure they were just laughing their asses off at how ridiculous they were being. Yeah. <laughs> the, and that's that's more of what I meant when I was like, the, yeah. tr- the tropey, like, the 1980s trope quote. Like, even though this was made in the 80s, I felt like this was trying really hard to just, like, make these kids seem just over the top. Yeah. yeah. Like overly eighties. Yeah, overly eighties. Like, I don't know. Punks are bad, okay? Like yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what this movie was that's the don't vibe I punk. was getting. <laughs> Except not not all of them. One of them didn't want to be judged by his look. Well <laughs> and only half of that group was punks anyway. Yeah. There was like three preppy dudes. Yeah. That were like yeah. in that group. Is that it okay. <laughs> Everybody hanging out together. That's how it should sure. be. Sure. Sure. <clears throat> no, but I I did really enjoy it just because I haven't seen it. It's This is another one of those movies that you see more remakes of or yeah. throwback or callbacks to rather than or you actually you rather than you've actually seen this movie. Yeah. And so it's it's fun to actually see it. <coughs> but like Katie said, it's hard watching it now knowing that Yes, this set up tropes and it set up universes and all that kind of stuff, but it in of itself was a giant trope. 
<laughs> like they were making fun of the genre because the idea of a zombie was there to make fun of rather than them making fun of a movie that tried to take itself too seriously. I love it. Oh man. It's, it's so... You know, if they if they tried to do something like The Last of Us back then, it would have been awful. Everybody oh, would have yeah. gone, "Why why are you so depressing? Do you <laughs> do you need a pill? Do you need a do you need a hug? Like why why is this so dark?" And so it's Buff, another one Buff of those. Smile, it's bro. it's another one of those uh we're going we're going to have fun with it. Yeah. But there was some there was some acting in there that was I'll I'll talk about later when we get to like favorite characters and stuff like that, but was so good it didn't fit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't campy. It wasn't campy like the rest of the movie and I was just like, "Oh my god. Oh, I oh my heart. I feel for you. Sorry." Yeah. There's some there's some good actors yeah. and actresses. Oh yeah, film. absolutely. It's really cool. Emma Oh, I've already put my two cents in with everybody else's stuff, so I um, completely agree. It was really fun, but it was a trip. It was a, a long, long and strange, strange journey yeah. in Eric <laughs> Foreman's basement. But yeah, like like I was saying before, I love this film for its... That's not a word, but just differentness. But it's Uniqueness. Really, yeah, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just love that... You can see the movie where people are like, fuck slow zombies. Ours are going to run. That's scarier. And fuck it, let's make them indestructible. Because that's even scarier. Let's have them talk. Because that's terrifying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've seen so many zombie films where they're almost like these. But they're like, uh, you can kill them. So that's weird that they're indestructible. I mean, but it's a dead body. You shouldn't be able to. In the newer Resident Evil game, the remake... They're kind of like this. They still go down. If you break their head off, then the body stops moving. But they're very much a bullet. They just kind of move backward. It doesn't hurt them. It's just like, oh, that force pushed me back a little bit. I'm still coming at you. But no, this movie is cool. It's really cool to see original ideas help grow the genre of zombie films. So like I said, we've seen so many different types. But uh, we'll get through this story. It's... um. It's like a zombie film. There's a couple of spots, a lot of running back and forth to places, and then everything just kind of falls apart. That's a zombie film, honestly. Uh, there's a lot more teamwork in this one than in uh, Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. But I guess when they understood the odds, they're like, fuck all of this. We gotta work together. <laughs> they can talk and shit. Please, let's work together. So. Well, then every plan that they had just backfired oh, miserably because yeah. they got swarmed. Yeah. Every single thing that they did, swarm. Everything, oh, let's get to this car, swarm. Let's get in here, swarm. Yeah, go figure. When 40 deep zombies just rah, 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 come out the bushes, you're like, wow, you really can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> they just run at you. Oh, man. So, uh, this film happens around July the 3rd, So, because at the end, it's the 4th of July, and it's a very cool sure, firework sure. that goes off. So... Um, at the UNITA, UNITA Medical Supply Warehouse. So this place has um, models and what's the fancy word? Not corpses, but they're when you need like Mannequin? a well, no, like their skeletons are real and they're cadavers. Oh, cadavers. That's cadavers. the word I needed. Uh, they have cadavers <laughs> in this warehouse. And so the foreman Frank, uh, he's talking to the new kid that there, Freddie, and Freddie's like, "Hey man, what's like?" the weirdest thing you got and he's telling him all these cool things he's like want to see some cool shit he's like yeah and so he shows him 
these two barrels. Well, but first, you know, you get these cadavers from India. Oh, yeah. I think they got some kind of skeleton farm out yeah. there. <laughs> He's, like, telling him all these, like, horror stories. Like, trying just fucking with him yeah. hardcore. <laughs> so he shows him this vet, and he's like, hey, remember that movie, Night of the Living Dead? Hey, so this is a movie in a movie. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that movie was cool, I guess. And he's like, no, that was that was true. And so they talked to the guy that made the movie, and they told him, like, if he said anything else, to kill him and stuff. And he's like, oh, my God, Freddy's all freaking out. And he's like, yeah. So they actually captured some of the zombies, and they put them in this liquid that just freezes them, I suppose. And he's like, yeah, these barrels were supposed to go to the military, but guess what? Two of them stopped here. And he's like, they're in the basement. You want to see? You want to see a zombie? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he takes them to the basement, and they can see through this like peephole glass spot. It's a fucking dead body in there. And he's like, holy shit, it's a dead body. And he's like, hey man, like, what is this made out of? It's kind of old. He's like, is it secure? He's like, oh yeah, man. It, what it's you, army grade. Yeah, yeah. army grade. Uh, with steel, probably. And he slaps it, just a light slap. And then he punched the bad boy, slaps it, and that bitch just starts leaking. <laughs> and they get a snoop full of this dangerous green gas, and they fall onto the ground. So there are a few theories of right when the gas hits the two. And I'll bring it up a little bit later, because I thought that was really actually sweet. But the fog goes all the way through the warehouse, and then we start seeing things start to move. Yep. <laughs> There's cadavers jiggling. There's a bisec- bisected bisected dog, and it's barking and wiggling. Yeah. That was rough. <laughs> and they start beating up. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very scary. So Freddy and Frank, they actually wake up from the gas, and they're like, I don't know how long we've been down. I don't feel good, Frank. And he's like, whatever, man. Let's just fix this problem. And we may have to call our boss. But let's just let's fix this as best we can. And they start seeing things that are just moving, like the dog. And then there's a cadaver in one of the freezers screaming and beating on the door. And they're like, oh, holy shit. He's like, what's wrong with that guy? He's like, he sounds sore. That's <laughs> actually one of my favorite lines. Yeah. Sore. Uh, so they actually call up their boss, Bert. And Bert's like, what? what's happening? He's like, this gas came out and things are moving. And he's like, we need to take care of that thing in there. And he's like, okay, so that's, that's a zombie? He's like, yeah. And so Bert actually tells him to open the door. And they actually try to fight off the zombie. And this is our first foray into what type of zombies these are. They get the zombie onto the ground. And he puts a pickaxe into the brain of the zombie. Hey, hooray, it's over. No, this bad boy is still jiggling on the ground. They cut off the head, still jiggling on the ground. And they <laughs> proceed to cut it into tiny pieces, all the pieces are jiggling, and just trying to get to them. And they're like, but that movie, you said the movie, you cut off, you destroy the brain. They're good. He's like, hey, man, it's a movie. I don't, you know, I thought it was true. So they freak out, and they actually head over to the mortuary nearby, their friend Ernie, which may or may not be a Nazi. So apparently in the commentary, his full name is this like crazy German name. And there's pictures, there's a picture of Hitler on the wall. And so they said, uh, in the commentary, they think that, yeah, whoever created this character, they're like, yeah, he like escaped. <laughs> and he's a straight up Nazi, but he's like, I'm cool now, I'm cool. And that's why he has like a 
what a Ruger. Like all these German things pop up, and he's like, "I'm trying to oh, be cool, man." It, yeah, when, he, when he's sitting there and he's got, he, you can't see the headphones on, but when he comes up and sneaks up behind him, he pulls out the Luger real fast. <laughs> yeah. and like, whoa! He's like, "Wow, you're quick on the draw." Yeah, got shot. So they meet their friend Ernie, and he took. They tell Ernie, "Hey, man, we need some help with something." He's like, "What do you need?" He's like, "We need you to burn these rabid weasels that we have in these bags." He's like, "Rabid weasels?" He's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, well, I don't know. Why don't you take them somewhere else. Like, why do you want my help? He's like, no, we need to burn them. He's like, why? Why would I go anywhere else? You're a crematorium and you're right next door. <laughs> yeah. I just need to burn these weasels. He's like, no, send them back where they came from. I don't understand. And he's like, okay, Ernie, do you really want to know what's in these bags? He's like, yeah. <coughs> it's pieces of a body that just won't die. And he's like, what? And then a hand comes out and grabs Ernie and rips his pants. And he's like, oh, shit. That's really, really scary. So, Ernie finally agrees, and he's like, you owe me big, Bert. And he's like, yeah, whatever, bro. Just destroy it. And he's like, are there going to be any evidence afterward? No, it burns everything. He's like, well, what, the bones? He's like, the bones, too. There'll be a little bit of dust or, or ash Ash at the end. He's like, well, what about the ash, man? You take care of that, too. I don't want any evidence. Then I'll like, turn it up and burn the ash, yeah. too. <laughs> so... Hooray! They got rid of the zombie. End of the movie. No, cue the fucking music credits. Uh, <laughs> the zombie gets destroyed, but it makes a deadly gas. That same gas that made the zombie form. And the gas goes into the sky and makes toxic rain and rains over the cemetery. Cue the fucking title. <laughs> That's when the title <laughs> should come down. So, we meet up with Freddy's friends, his girlfriend Tina. And all of his friends, they're like this rainbow coalition of different people. Um, but they are waiting on Freddy to get off of his job. And so, hey, there's a cemetery next by, next door. Let's just chill out in the cemetery because we're cool kids. And their friend, uh, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, Casey, right? No. One of the girls, she does this strip tease in the cemetery because cemetery stuff just gets her hot and bothered and so she has to get fucking naked yeah she has a really nice dance um yeah and then the rain happens and so the kids are getting burnt by the rain and she's naked acid rain and they hop into the car and oh no the car won't start and so at this point these zombies start coming out of the ground and the team gets split up so tina runs to the warehouse and she goes into the basement and so, out of the barrel that started this whole situation, there is a zombie. And it is a greasy zombie, and he actually has a name. Oh, no. Oh, let me look it up. Ah, I'll just edit this. What is his name? Damn it. Oh, he has a name. And that zombie actually comes back. In all the movies, there's a zombie that looks like him, the juicy one. The juicy one. I I want his name. I could just say juicy zombie, but I actually want to have his name. We could just Google who is the juicy zombie. Tar Man. So, fuck. The Tar Man zombie comes out, and he's like, ooh, brains. (coughs) Brains as fuck. And chases Tina. And so, the team actually catches up to Tina, and... Suicide is his name. He gets bitten in the brains, and so he's down, and it's a whole lot of running, because like I said before, you can't stop these zombies. So, um, Casey, she saw Freddy entering the mortuary, and so the group are trying to 
reach him through the cemetery. And then uh, a whole lot of scary things happen. People are dying. So at this point, Bert, <laughs> Bert and Ernie, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Bert, Frank, and Freddie, they're realizing the situation is, is it's getting out of hand. And at this point, Freddie and Frank are little by little turning into zombies. And so there's a running theory that when the fog hit them, they instantly died. And their bodies reanimated, but since they were nose deep into the fog and they didn't get bit or anything, it took longer for them to realize they were dead. But some people thought, like, oh, they're slowly turning into zombies. Like, no, no, no. no. They just don't understand they're zombies. And so they keep doing human things because I mean these zombies can talk, and so Which their is bodies. Why the rigor mortis takes forever yeah. to shut in? Yeah. yeah, and so I thought that was really cool because some because uh, in some theory said right when the fog hit, they they jiggle after a while, but the first second it hits, they kind of go still, and I'm like, oh, they died, and yeah. then their bodies started jiggling. So um, they're freaking out. Uh, an ambulance comes to help them out because they're not feeling good, and the <laughs> ambulance guys go back to the truck to get ready. And then the zombies come out and just jump them. Like, oh no. And then the radio's going off and it's like, hey, car 42, what's happening? And the zombie gets on the radio and it's like, send more people. Or cops. Send more cops. And then they send more cops because uh, that voice didn't sound like anybody I know in this precinct. But fuck it. Send all the cops down there. And a squad of cops come and they're like, hell yeah, cops, baby. Go shoot up the place. All the cops get out of the car at the same time. Uh, that's kind of weird. And then the zombies come out of the bushes and eat all of them. And they're like, God damn it. And so they're glancing out the window every time someone comes to help them. And they're like, oh, you're dead too. So uh, around this time, the mortuary, uh, they actually shut it down. They're shuttering up the windows and stuff. But the place is little by little breaking down. Freddie and Frank... Uh, Frank actually scoots off at this point, and we learn what happens to Frank later. But Freddie, um, they leave him in the chapel, and Casey doesn't want to leave um, Freddie. And so she's like, I'm going to stay with him. And the ones that are still alive are like, hey, you should probably get away from him, because he's, he's really close to turning into a zombie. And she's like, no, I love him. I'm going to stay with him. And they're like, cool. <laughs> and so they leave her in the chapel, and... Very quickly afterward, Freddy's like, yeah, I want the brains. I can smell your brains. I'm going to get you. Around this time, they actually grab a zombie from the outside horde. <coughs> actually, the zombie bites a guy's head really bad. And it's half of an old zombie out of the grave. And they actually talk to the zombie. And oh, the zombie really does bite his head, though, yeah, like a little scoop of ice cream. Chomp. <laughs> oh, man, they bite really hard. Yep. So the zombie explains that... People's brains, human people's brains, help take away the pain. And they're like, what? The pain of being dead? They're like, oh, shit. And it kind of gives them some type of a, what's the word, a sad angle. You're like, oh, they don't want to be evil. They just got to do what they got to do because it hurts so much. And I was like, that's cool, but still scary as fuck. Because they're like, I will numb all your brains in here if it helps the pain go away. So... Um, around this time, everything's falling apart. Uh, Bert runs off, and he tries to get to the warehouse to hop in his car, and he's going to come back. But then that plan goes sideways, because 
zombies take over the town and there is a line of cops and they're like, no one's getting past this line. Oh yeah, the police line. barricade. Yeah, no one's getting past this line. Psych, everyone's getting past this line. And there's a line, it's Steve's favorite line from this movie, and the zombies are running at him and they're shooting him and they're like, oh, they're crazy. And he's like, that's such a weird thing to say when they're running at you. <laughs> that's a skeleton. And it's like, they're crazy. So everything's falling apart. Uh, Freddy actually turns into a zombie and he's like, I want to eat you, Casey. Come here. And so she throws acid in his face and he's blind, but he's like, I can hear you. And so Ernie and Casey go into the attic and they're hiding up there. Unfortunately, they don't grab the ladder with them. And so blind Freddy's setting up the ladder and he's like, I'm going to get up there and eat you. While this is happening, Frank gets back to the mortuary into the crematorium part and he tells his wife, I'm sorry, I couldn't come home. I feel bad about this, but I'm not turning into a zombie. And puts himself into the fire, which I thought was legit. He grabs the metal out, and it's like smoking on his hands and stuff. It's pretty legit. So, while this is happening, Bert finds a phone number on the vats. And he calls it, and he's like, hey, I should have called this earlier, but... I need some help. There's zombies out here. And he's like, well, how many zombies? Like, what happened? And it's like, well, this gas came off. All these things are happening. We need help. And the guy on the, the phone is like, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll send the help that you need. And he's like, all right, cool. They're going to come help us. Well, that military officer calls someone. And they shoot nuclear artillery into the town the morning of the 4th of July. And you can hear the whistle of the nuke flying in and the nuke kills everybody. Yep. And then the colonel's like, cool. So all the zombies are gone? He's like, yeah, that problem's solved. There is this weird-ass fog over the town and the rain's kind of burning everybody, but it'll be alright. And then, more zombies. (laughs) (laughs) So, that is the movie. (laughs) It's just depressing. You can't get rid of them. Um, Later on in the other movies, there are ways you can do it without making 50 more out of one, but it's very depressing. Hydra. Yeah. So, um, Katie, who was your favorite character in Return of the Living Dead? Um, probably the I same think as you, mine. I think you said his name, but I don't remember it. That would be the half-melted basement zombie. Tarman. <laughs> Tarman. He was my favorite. Um... <laughs> Slash the effects of this movie. The general effects makeup prosthetic team just went above and beyond. And that fucking basement zombie was so cool. Every time he would pop up, I just had to keep reminding myself that it was fu- like this movie came out in 1985. Like it was insane. His like half melted. The fact that the jaw was still moving and able to move like the way they made it look. Yeah. That was fucking great. He was my favorite. He kept popping up and scaring everybody, and I loved it. When he popped up in the credits at the very end, right after the credits started, and he was like, "Eh." Yeah. (laughs) He was great. Tarman was my favorite. (coughs) Emma. (coughs) I also said basement buddy. Yes. (laughs) Because he popped up there, and he's like, yeah, there was one down there. He was real greasy looking. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yep. Micah. Uh, mine is, I think his name is Skuz. 
the, the mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Mohawk guy. Uh, <laughs> he out there trying to have fun, and people trying to ruin his fun, and naked chicks trying to get up on him, and he's like, "Bitch, have some respect for the dead. Back the <laughs> fuck off." And then he's just like, he's like super down to earth and like just trying to survive. And <sighs> yikes. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Yeah, he had a head on his shoulders and was like, no, 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 no. Everybody, everybody thinks this, everybody thinks this, everybody wants to think this of me, and yada, yada, yada. And, and then he gets bit, and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he gets bit real hard, and he just dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's bit real hard in the forehead, and dies. And it's like, well, that was, I don't know, he could have gone out a little bit more heroic than that. That yeah. was kind of shitty. Unfortunately, that's like the realness of it. Because if zombies did I, I happen, it. it'd be fair. like, yeah, somebody would just Yeah, you're right. And be like, what? Oh, okay, so therefore, the whole time that he was on screen, he was the most real character in this entire yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> he was like, why is everybody so goddamn dumb right now? <laughs> Has the whole world gone dumb? And then he dies, and it's unceremonious. And you're right, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. I should have thought of it as a zombie movie. It's so real. It was so real. Yeah. Like, you could literally interject his character and put it in any zombie movie ever and it would fit perfectly yeah <laughs> it really would <laughs> so yeah he was my favorite character but honorable mention to um was it freddy is the freddy kid. was the kid the yeah one that uh, had the bruises and the rigamortis and the couldn't his move. fucking acting while he was a zombie basically before rigamorting rigamorting before he got Briga angry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when when they were trying to move him, Riga Riga like, he Riga made that crazy. he made that pain real. Yeah, like he did. it was like, oh my god, the, his real reaction to that was was awesome. So the two most real one character and one just acting ability was yeah. that the, they were my favorite. So I'm gonna cheat like always because. That's just how it works when I do this. But my favorite character was actually Bert, Frank, and Freddy. Them together. Honestly, Frank and Freddy, when shit was falling apart and they had no answers, they're like, why is that dog moving? And he just, Frank just picks up something heavy and starts hitting the dog because that's all he knows to do. He's like, (laughs) Frank and Freddy sounds like a new hamburger or a hot dog. The Frank and Freddy instead of the Frank and Freddy. And he understands because everything's moving again. He's like, we just got to kill it. We just got to kill everything. (laughs) And then when the first zombie pops up and they're like screaming, but they try to take care of the problem, they're hilarious together. So Frank and Freddy, 100%. Bert's funny when he comes in too because he has a plan. Unfortunately, his plan makes everything worse. <laughs> I mean, they could have just had one zombie and just, they should have just buried it and just put those pieces into a hole and be like, cool. It'll just jiggle all day and night, but whatever. It's down in the hole jiggling. But they thought, hey, we'll just burn it. On a level of one till uh, Return of the Living Dead, how jiggly are you today? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, so, Katie, who was your least favorite character in the movie? Bert, the owner of the... Wherever the fuck they worked. Body? The cool warehouse. Cadaver warehouse? Cadaver lab. 
whatever the fuck, the owner of that place, that guy was a fucking dick in this whole thing. <laughs> Everything, like, he refused to take any responsibility for anything, even though, like, bruh, it says on the side of these fucking cans, if found, immediately contact the Department of Defense with a fucking phone number on it. And you're just like, nah, bruh, they get to stay in my basement for right. 75 years. What? With just a little spank, it'll be fine. Sir. Sir. <laughs> what the fuck? And then every moment after that, like, once he gets into the picture and starts to be a part of this, the whole situation, he's just a super asshole to Frank and Freddy. And he tries to take over, like, leading this situation as Frank and Freddy get sick, but he's hella bitch made through the whole thing. And he's just like... <laughs> Dude, you suck, and I hate you. Uh, Micah. So I don't know if I have a least favorite, but I do have one more honorable mention that I just remembered, and it's going to be Frank for his sacrifice as a zombie, because he's like, oh, fuck, I'm one of them. But I'm smart enough to know that I don't want it. So instead of being in pain and or eating my friends, I'm going to go hop in the in the, the crispatorium over here and... Uh, See y'all in the next life. <laughs> That's what I called my air fryer. A crispatorium. That's a great name for an air fryer. <laughs> it really is, though. Trademark, trademark, trademark. I'm going to make a sticker with, my, with a cricket. Ninja, I will come find you if you start naming air fryers the crispatorium. I don't know where it came from. The crispator 3000. Ooh, that's even better. Trademark, trademark, trademark. Copyright. <laughs> okay. My least favorite I put was the shenaniganery. <laughs> Too many shenanigans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Too just, many fucking shenanigans. It's hard to be brave and cool when you every plan you have falls apart. You're oh, like, it was the most. You can't do shit, man. <laughs> you get into a car, don't flip that bitch and then eat your brains. You're like, fuck, I guess we stay inside. Those are very smart zombies. Yeah. <laughs> very, very interesting that they retained all of their knowledge or seemingly gained knowledge with, like, those punks were not smart kids. It didn't no. seem like they were smart. And then the second they became zombies, it was like, oh, well, we're geniuses and we're going to well, take over I this and we're going to take over that. I think it's more of they had a one-track mind. And they're like, I want to eat Katie's brains. She's in that building. Let's break that building well, down. Well, yeah, but they were, the, they were aware enough to order more zombies, more oh, yeah. cops, more Cause, cause whatever. Send like, more cops. Send more people. <laughs> like, that's smart. Yeah, well, it's, it's more brains to eat before I get to your brain. <laughs> I know, like, just man. the idea that they yeah. had the wherewithal as zombies. It's malicious. To, yeah. <laughs> it's malicious as fuck. Malicious it's Deliciously malicious. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, deliciously malicious. Magically delicious. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> yes, deliciously malicious. So, <laughs> trademark, trademark. Yeah, trademark. <laughs> We're just titling this episode Trademark. Trademark, trademark, yeah. trademark. So, I actually don't have a least favorite. Everyone did their job. The dumb people were dumb. Uh, but yeah, old dude with the mohawk, he was cool. He's just sitting there, chicks naked. He's like, no one Have gets some me. respect for yeah. that. Yeah, get off me naked. Nobody lady. gets me. <laughs> uh, but no, it... Right. <laughs> uh, it, it okay, sorry, sidebar to that. Uh, there was one time several years ago, I was sitting in an IHOP. 
Oh, and good. This is a naked was, story. There is a naked woman story. You st- trust me, you want to stick around for this. Especially at an IHOP at, at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, it was at an IHOP, and this family was sitting a couple tables away, and of course there's this, I mean, it was Maybe like height, height of emo, and so he's sitting there in his sweater and everything with his like, perfectly nice family and everything. He's and just all brooding. Sudden, all of a sudden, he fucking gets up and slams on the table and goes, you, you guys just don't understand me. And then flips his hair and walks out of the door. <laughs> and, and I'm not fucking kidding. I'm not fucking, fucking kidding. Chef's kid. Absolute kiss. Fucking chef's Have kiss. some respect that for the goddamn dead. Beautiful. <laughs> that is fucking beautiful. But yeah, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have a least favorite. Everyone just does their job in this movie. <laughs> for better or worse, everyone yep. did their job. Uh, I guess... I don't know. The smartness of the zombies, that's my least favorite thing, because fuck a duck, man. But see, the, the, the reason why I'm okay with this one is because they were after brains. So yeah. it's the, it, it is the trope, but it is the def, I mean, this was the original. So it wasn't necessarily a trope, but they were after the brains. Yeah. And, and that's, that's just classic zombie horror. Yeah. It, you know, it's like, it's like music that you don't like, but it led to something that you do like. Oh, yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, it's absolutely awesome. So, let's do seven-word synopsis. Synopsis. So, I have a few. There goes my list. Uh, my first one is, hey, look, smart zombies. Micah's probably pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave it a pass this time. Yeah. We're, we're good. Eating takes away the pain. <coughs> Sounds legit. The juicy zombie is actually pretty scary. Um, yeah, I, that's terrifying. It to really see. was though. If I saw a walking sheet of tar like that, I'd be like, "Y'all, we out." Yeah, that's really scary. It just made me think of um, Hexus. Yes, from Ferngully. Oh. Like it was very real much, life Hexus. Yeah, live action Hexus. That's probably how it would look. Kinda. With, a, with a Tim Curry voice. Yeah, you are walking pollution. You can just fuck right out of here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, um, okay, 80s punks were so distinct throughout cinema. I kind of touched on this earlier, but there's this, like, I don't know, really intense view that punks, or look that punks had in the 80s that happened in a bunch of different movies that all, like, tried to show off the punks to recreate punks of the 80s. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you watch a documentary on punk rock from the 80s, they didn't look like that, so, like, where <laughs> what? In England. I mean, you see most of it. It took place in England. Yeah, just a mess. Okay, and then um, reminded me of Class of Newcomb High. Mm-hmm. What's going on? That was a good song. I'm literally just hearing the Hexus laugh now. The blue, <laughs> all the Tim Curry bullshit. That's all that's. When I think of Tim Curry and I think of his laugh, I think of it. Yep. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah. Fuck. My gun. Uh, hey, mind the third step. It's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this this one this one is a good one. Came from my favorite character in the movie, and it was totally relevant. I ain't got no gas. Oh, oh, damn, I messed it up. I ain't got gas. You want to buy gas, idiot? <laughs> you done fucked up, eh, Aaron? It's all right. Oh, let's not mention that right now. Nope. Okay. He got a job? What a dick. 
Yeah. <laughs> gotta be counterculture. Yeah. They were still friends. They waited punks, on him. Punk's gotta be counterculture. Yeah, but he wasn't happy about it. It was his car. How dare they have to wait outside for a dude who right. actually has a job. Heck, could buy them gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. And then I said, zombies don't fucking speak. For fuck's sake. Yeah. And then my two alliteratives. Caustic cloud causes catatonic catastrophe. Kills corpses? <laughs> and then really raucous returning of rigorous rigamortis rabble. That's intense. I like that. It was intense. So, the minority kill count. So, uh, my boy Miguel A. Nunez. Hey, it's Joanna Man. Uh... He got exploded. He made it really far in the movie. I was proud of him. Yeah. I can't remember if there was a black zombie somewhere. Probably. Uh, one of them caught. One of the cops. Sure, several of the cops. Who knows? Did, but I just remember seeing one black person die. Yeah. Same. I think well. that's it. So, the minority kill count is 201 and a Tito turtle. No moss. No moss. <laughs> so, Jackson has this kid's game and it's a pizza game where you have to put a certain amount of toppings on and whatever they want and the 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 owner of the pizza establishment is taco turtle and it's taco turtles pizzeria but he kept calling him tito (laughs) he called him tito for weeks and jackson's like who the fuck are you talking about that's not jackson goes it's not Tito! I'm mad that his name is Taco. Taco. It's Taco Turtle. I'm mad that his name is Taco and he runs a pizza place. Yeah, but he's an actual taco. He's got dreams. Like, it's a turtle that is an actual taco. What? No, he's just a turtle. It's not a taco. His name is Taco. Sorry, shell is Sorry. taco. This kid's game means nothing to me, but I'm still upset about it. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like shaking a fist. <laughs> I have a permanent... Uh, seven word synopsis that I think just sums up our entire month here. Um, and it is We are not smart zombies. No moss. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's going a little Spanish. Copyright, copyright, copyright. So, <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. Uh, this film came out August 16th, 1985. Man, it's old. Which means yes, I'm old. So, uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? Three dollar dues. Okay. Emma. You fucking bitch. <laughs> 3.5 reduce because I wrote that same shit. Micah. Five dues. I like where your head's at, Micah, but you should have said four. The budget was four dollar dues. Ha 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 Okay, so what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Um, five dollar dues. Oh, okay. I like where your head's at, Emma. I said fifty. Fifty. I think that's generous. You went big. I sure did. Good thing you're already home. That's correct. Now I can do both. <laughs> <laughs> Micah. And I bid. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Somewhere between five and fifty, bro. Oh, he's mulling it over. Like, I can see the inner turmoil. Seventy-five thousand. I'm lowballing the fuck oh, out damn. of this movie. Damn. He said they can't you could have said four point nine million and just undercut. <laughs> I should have just said one dollar. 
<laughs> One dollar, Bob. <laughs> so, so, Micah, I, I appreciate what you were going for, and it was actually pretty smart. It just went the wrong way. So, Katie is actually the closest, even though she wasn't that close, but she's closer than everybody else. <laughs> Uh, the box office, it was $14.2 dollar it is. So it, it made Not money awful. and it was a success. And so they're like, well, let's make more. They, yeah, they three times successes. the budget. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones are not good. But Straight to VHS. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them are. But uh, they made a new one recently. Um, Coming to but, a shelf near you. But yeah, it's it's a really cool series. Uh, it's interesting for what they add to the zombies. I mean, you say that it's a really cool series, and then you just shit on every sequel that came after it. <laughs> well, well, I, I, it's, a, it's a great series, but all of them suck. Well, uh, well, because the words I said after are great series because of things they add to the genre. That's what I meant. Blinky. Yeah, but no, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> but no, it 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 adds. We, we get brains. We are not smart. <laughs> no, it adds no. brain eating and and some talking. <coughs> yes. Yeah, but some zombies can talk, but some don't. Uh, there's what we will see soon. There's a talking zombie in it, but um, but no, it's 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 an interesting one. So, does anybody have anything else to say about the return of the living dead? I said the too many times. It was good. Visual effects were good. Yar. Mm, it was very like. We're in the 80s and we're trying to be in the 80s. We gotta show you it's the 80s. Sure was. Homer survives because they don't like his brain. (laughs) They tap on his skull and like brains and they push him away. Because it's empty up there. (laughs) Not a good brain. (laughs) So, with that, this is the end of the episode. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about zombie franchises and how they need to make better ones <laughs> well America needs to make better ones as we find out soon no they don't we just you, leave it to Korea great you can yep. tweet us at Allentown Pod we have an email that is allentownpresents at gmail.com we have a Facebook app Allentown Presents so uh, thank you to Studio Fetus for the artwork the music you're listening to right now is flipping a combined effort actually they have a concert they're doing something soon it just happened oh well when this episode comes out it's already but um but no, uh, check them out. Flip, yeah, right. Uh, flip in the CE anywhere that you can search for it. They're cool, and I know like more than half of the band know them. But um, right. Uh, but yeah, like always. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another zombie film, a really good zombie film, goddammit. Uh, so yeah, bye guys. Bye. <gasps> Puppy, 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 puppy. Sorry, my dog just walked in. Puppy, 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 puppy. Trademark, 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 trademark. Yeah, trademark, trademark.